0: Hey Tim. Hey Dan. Got a joke for you. Oh, God, I need a joke today.
1: Far away. Let's go.
0: All right. Here, here it is. Why did the chicken cross the road? <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Uh, because the chicken behind it didn't know how to socially distance. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've got but some a good COVID joke. Yeah, I've got a few good COVID jokes here, actually. Um, uh, go again Here's go a good one uh, The World Health Organization announced that dogs cannot con- uh, contract COVID-19 Dogs previously held in quarantine can now be released So to be clear, who let the dogs out? <laughs> <laughs> Get it? World Health Organization?
1: World Health, yeah, exactly. Who let the dog
0: Yeah, nice. Anyway, That's awesome. Yeah, also a joke. You remember that was a real concern back in the day? Yeah, it that was. was. Getting coronavirus. Yeah, mm. everyone was thinking the dogs are going to spread COVID. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. All right, uh, let's go into it.
1: Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this
0: podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk, account, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, okay, drunk, okay, drink, drunk, drug, again, drunk accountant, <laughs> drunk, 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 accountant, drunk, accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. My name is Tim. And we are the Two, two drunk, drunk Accountants. accountants. <laughs> we did that pretty well over Zoom.
1: I mean, on my end, it seemed like I started before you, but I
0: think that's probably what I needed to do. I, so. I, I do think we have a bit of a delay here. Oh, no. For some reason. I don't know why, but it does seem like we have a little delay. We're going to talk over each other, aren't we? That's fine. We do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan, we're in lockdown. We are in lockdown. That's why Tim sounds a little funny today, because uh, when I grabbed all the equipment from the office, as lockdown started, I forgot to bring Tim's uh, little little connector for the microphone. I, found, I sound more funny than normal. More funny than normal, yeah, definitely. You uh, l- a little little muffled, but uh, but yeah, I think it sounds pretty good considering it's uh, a pair of headphones. That sounds good to me, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim, let's start with what, what is the Tim, Tim and Dan Dan-o? Dan-o. <laughs> that was harder.
1: It is always hard over Zoom. To Tim
0: and Danlo. It's even and It's Some of those little things you just take for granted. You do. You? you do take. You take life for granted when you're not in lockdown, Tim. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that 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 is probably the Tim and download this week. That we uh, we're currently in lockdown. Um, New yes. South Wales, or well, actually Greater Sydney, which unfortunately we have been classified as. Um, even though we're an hour and a half north of Sydney, uh, mm. we are in lockdown. I think there's some stat. It's like over seven million
1: of Australia Australia's population is in
0: lockdown right now. Yeah, maybe? because because most of Queensland went into lockdown for mm-hmm. a three day period. They've just announced that that has been extended in Brisbane really? in, in Brisbane for twenty four hours at least. Mm. Uh, the rest of the state is just in other restrictions, but not not total lockdown. Right. Uh, sections of the NT, sections of uh, I think South Australia. Yeah, the virus has all of a sudden one week decided to be like, "Hey, we're spreading. We're well, spreading." Well,
1: it's that Delta strain. So yeah, um, I was speaking to Michael man on the street actually, yep. and he was saying the Delta strain um, is like hundreds of times more potent in terms of. Um, uh, being being caught by mm, people so, yeah. or transferred. So, if you're in the same room for five seconds... You could catch it. They've calculated that's enough for the Delta strain to transfer from it, one person to another. Isn't that crazy? Um, as opposed to the Alpha? Was it the Alpha strain? Yeah. Uh, I think it was referred to as the Alpha strain now, uh, which was the original one
0: 12 months ago, which took 15 minutes. Yeah. Dawn, being in the same room. Isn't that someone. insane? just walking past someone and you're like oh got it <laughs> Oops, oopsie days yeah not running not yeah. heavily breathing no, or wh- anything like that just yeah, just walking past
1: just in a shopping center
0: yeah yeah um, so i can understand yeah. why we're why we've gone into lockdown considering how slow our vaccine rollout has been um, yeah. And I, I was a little concerned when um, when you know just obviously in a moment of panic the pm said Hey everyone, just go get AstraZeneca now, and then all no, the no, medical no. all the medical experts were just like, uh, "No, don't yeah. do that." <laughs> and the,
1: um, the state governments weren't warned about that either. No. It was just the PM just came out, um, Scamo, yeah. and he was just like, yep, yep, everyone just go get AstraZeneca if
0: you want it. Yeah, take your own risks. Yeah, you, know, you understand the risks." It's like Jesus. Yeah. yeah, and then the states were kind of like, uh, "That's probably not a good idea." Like. If 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 you're if you've got a health problem already, then yeah, the risks outweigh. Sorry, sorry, the benefits outweigh the risks. So yeah, go yes. get it. But if um if you're an otherwise healthy person, maybe don't. Is what they've said. Um,
1: I was thinking that might actually be unnecessary strain on on the health system at the moment. All the people are going like, yeah, I might get that, and then calling up, and then they have to book a consultation with their
0: doctor. Yeah. To, to get it cleared. Yeah. Past. So all we all we need is just. 20 million doses of Pfizer to turn up and yeah. we can all go get our first dose you know that's, yeah, that's exactly just that's all we need
1: which is going to be later this year apparently but but yeah that and, and the AstraZeneca
0: I mean like they all work differently apparently it's a lower um, prevention rate yeah, it than is, the yeah. Pfizer um, and we've got so the Moderna one coming now which we haven't had here prior mm. to now which is i think that's later in the year as well so it's going to be a while till we're all vaccinated probably um compared to other countries that are like 60 70 vaccinated by now and are starting to open up i heard a thing yeah. the other day that parts of the us are now just starting to open back up to the world wow. like hey we've got enough people vaccinated we're we're ready to go
1: How good's that? I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see um, how that affects Australia over the next few years, mm. us being behind in the vaccination front. But Mm. yeah, we'll catch up. And then, yeah, the other interesting thing on that was uh, there was that party in Sydney, 40 people were at it, six were vaccinated. And they, as far as I knew yesterday, they Mm. hadn't contracted um,
0: COVID yet. So, one of them had only had one of the AstraZeneca. So, you mean there was yes. a party where COVID was spreading? COVID was
1: spreading. This and, is before lockdown. Yeah. And um, so, the people so, who
0: had the vaccine didn't get COVID, obviously. That's right. Yeah. All six that had the vaccine um, I mean, didn't get COVID. Pro- everyone else got it. Proof in the pudding, right? It's, mm. you know, you, you those people might, may have been, you know, um, contagious for a couple days with the yeah. virus, you know, dying, but then after that, it goes away. So, it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. I really so want a vaccine. A, um,
1: it's a brave view. Well, we can go very deep into this chat because all of this stuff, this new Delta show, the, the vaccination talk, it's making me realize a lot
0: of things. Like, our world has changed forever. Oh, now. absolutely. Uh, th- th- this sort of thing could happen every few years, uh, you know, like. Yeah. And, and I remember um, when all this started, um, I think that I heard her saying something about Obama when he left office. One of the mm. things he said he was most concerned about in the world was a virus outbreak. Wow. Uh, he was like, that's, that's, my, that's one of my biggest worries. <laughs>
1: I guess it's kind of like
0: yeah. um, Michael Man on the Street and I we were having that chat
1: yesterday. And, yeah. uh, and he was saying, you know, think back to before, I mean it was hard for us because mm. we were like 10 years old. But think mm. back to before 9-11. Yeah. Um changed, that the world. changed mm. security and the world as we know it in terms yeah. of airports. Yeah. COVID
0: will have a similar impact. Will we ever fly again without face masks on? And when you think about it, like you know, we had this conversation our team last week where it was like what things are we doing now that in 10 years time we will look back and be like that was dumb. Why why, we'll why did we hands. do it like that? <laughs> Flying on a flight in a tin can with 200 people or more from All various points, could be sick, whatever, with recycled air. Maybe that is a dumb thing to do. Probably is. (laughs) It probably is. Looking back, like I did get sick a lot whenever I flew to Europe. Yeah. And
1: I always got a hacking cough. I was the same.
0: Um, Every time I go overseas, I get sick. When I went to Japan, I got a big cold. When I you know, it just happens crazy
1: so yeah the world the world's changed Mm. definitely i mean it'll go back to some form of normalcy in a couple years i guess Mm. but um yeah it's just uh the lockdown is a good reminder of this time last year and and, uh yeah i'm I'm definitely having some flashbacks which which are good like some parts of lockdown are are okay Mm. because you really find a sense of like simplicity because you don't have a social calendar anymore um, but then other parts are like today's Friday usually I'm looking forward to the weekend and things I'm gonna go out and do and I'm like yeah' oh, just gonna sit around the house
0: <laughs> uh, I, I do feel though for some reason when lockdown happens I, I am living not my best life but <laughs> but uh, you do just find time to do the things that are important that you're like all right yep all right, I'm gonna go on two walks a day, do some exercise. Um, Absolutely. You know, spend some quality time with my other half. Um, Absolutely. Do the things that that are actually the important things in life. Um,
1: yeah, it's like, it's almost like every every three months, everyone should have like a week of lockdown Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And you just post on social media before you're like, hey guys, we're going into lockdown. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you in a week. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and you come out and your hair's a little bit longer yeah. and you, you may have lost a bit of weight or put a bit of weight on, who yeah. knows. Um, and yeah, and, and life is good.
0: So. Yes, no, but I, I do feel for all those businesses that are struggling right now. Me too. Um, yeah. Yeah, there, there is some people that are going to be doing it tough, you know, tourism, Definitely. hospitality, retail, the people whose businesses are, are going to take a huge hit. And we are going to talk about that in the business update. There was some stimulus announced by the New South Wales yeah. government. Um, so we'll talk about that then. But I do have um, something else to talk about in the Timmer download here, Tim. Okay, yeah, far away. A- and that's a, a topic near and dear to your heart, mm-hmm. and that's golf. Oh, golf! All right, are you joining? Are you a member yet? So oh. I, I had, uh, I got some some new clubs, and, yes. and by new I mean new to me. <laughs> um, they are hand me downs, um, and, and a new That's bag. Right. That's what I use too. Yeah, um, it's great. And, a, and yeah. a new bag. So it's a tie dice tip. Um, yeah. yeah. And yesterday uh, I went and had a hit. Um, I wasn't really keeping score. I was just having a hit. And Cat yeah. was there. She was having a hit as well. Yeah. And Macca and 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 Beggy and, Begsy. and um, my golf game's definitely improved. It's good, Dan. It's, it's, it's definitely Isn't that improved. a rewarding feeling. Yeah. Uh, I've there was a few shots when I was just testing out these new clubs that I'd never used before that I hit just like you know just straight up in the air and yeah. I'm like okay I, that club is not what I was expecting um, yep. so there's a few bits of that but but every time I hit it with a you know a club I was familiar with or, or a proper shot um, I didn't slice one shot. How good's that? I played 13 holes I think and I didn't slice one shot. That's amazing. And That's you know so me, weird. I used to slice every shot. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. You would uh, hit it about 45 degree angle, even though you're to the right, yeah. even though you were aiming at 45 a degree, degree angle yeah. to the left. Exactly. So, I was hitting 90 <laughs> degrees in the other direction. So, um, but uh, I didn't slice one uh, and I was even hitting it much further. Um, nice. So, we using my uh, hybrid on the fairway yeah, good, um, good. I, I almost made it all the way to the green From pretty far away a bunch of times And nice. I wasn't expecting I almost hit a lady I hit it that far I was like Oh, <laughs> this will probably get You know, maybe You know, like 50 meters short of the green Or something and I, I've never hit it further than that With this club And oh uh, and I almost took this lady out And uh, I
1: was going to correct you And say, no, Dan It's called a birdie It's <laughs> called a birdie <laughs> Yeah it's not called a lady, I almost hit know. a lady
0: Yeah <laughs> Yeah, there's a good <laughs> golf quote actually from this book that I that I'll mention um, when yeah? we when we speak about it. today's book nuggets. By the way, everybody, book it nuggets, is book nuggets, yeah, that kind of relates to lockdown, man. Yeah. You've got time, time to sit and think. Exactly, and we'll time dive to play into that. Time uh, But <laughs> l- l- let's talk about um, the business update, Tim. Go, cool. let's jump into it. So the business update this week is yeah, we are in lockdown. There are a lot of businesses who are going to be doing it mm. tough. Um, yeah. The New South Wales government announced a relief packages for businesses who are struggling or who've had to yeah. close or have had a reduction in turnover because of the lockdown. Yeah. Um, essentially, what it is, is um, you need to have a small business with fewer of 20 full-time employees, uh, yep. payroll less than 1.2 million, yep. uh, and a turnover at least $75,000 a year. You could receive $10,000 for this period. Yep, up um, to 10. Yep. Uh, uh, up to 10. So, basically, if you've received a reduction in turnover of 70%, you'll receive the full 10,000. If you've mm-hmm. received a reduction of 50%, you'll get 7,000. And if you've received a reduction of 30%, you could receive 5,000.
1: So, I mean, for some businesses, that's not going to be enough and that's the problem with these arbitrary payments. Um, yeah. It's very hard to tell what one business um, versus another that's going to work for because for some businesses that's probably not even going to cover their
0: rent yeah. in two weeks. Yeah, exactly. So mm. it, it's better than nothing. It's good. Um, it is. I, I think that payment is a response to um, you know a lot of businesses could probably limp by over two weeks. Yeah. But but if the lockdown gets extended, then I imagine there will be a further uh, stimulus announced. Um, the government yeah. also has a stimulus for payment for people who have been affected, the national government, I mean, federal government, um, which is which is for everybody whenever there's an area that goes into lockdown for more than seven days, I think it is, there's a payment yeah. that you can apply for. Um, I was just about to mention that one. Yeah. So, yeah, which is about $1,500 for an employee over, over a fortnight. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think that's if you work more than 20 hours in a week or, or something. Yeah. And I, I don't know off the top of my head what the eligibility criteria for that is. Yeah. Um, but that is also something that's available. So, if you're currently struggling... Mm. Um, Go look into that. Um, Go yeah. do some research because there's yeah. definitely
1: options out there. Um, and I suppose if the lockdown gets extended, which <laughs> it could, yeah, um, I think there will be more announcements of support yep. from the New South Wales government. So, so yeah, I think at this time though, it is a good reminder um, you can still only plan for the unplanned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so, what what does that mean? Well if you can be finding other avenues to bring in income, then you should still be doing that. Yeah. Um, that could be for restaurants, like having those restaurants who set up the strong takeaway systems, um, menus through apps um, and delivery systems would have been really thanking their lucky stars because I'm sure they just switched over to that model. Yeah, exactly. In these few weeks. Um, and so the ones that didn't quite get to that point um, are going to be really kicking themselves because yeah you know, they're just really stuck with minimal takeaway perhaps and um, and yeah just just literally hoping for lockdown to end soon
0: yeah so if if you um, found a way to, to pivot and you had a contingency plan in place then as soon as this was announced you should have just been able to switch to that contingency and 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 go forward.
1: Yeah, and so we're going to be talking a lot about thinking later. Mm. So, and some people may have time to be doing some thinking right now. Mm. Um, you've got to, you've got to remember, like we said in the Tim mm. and this could be our world now for yeah. a couple of years. Especially with new strains like Delta, yeah, um, it, there could be new strains every year, and the vaccine may not even cover those, mm. um, or it may have less of a success, of yeah. stopping those. So. As a business owner, what does that mean? Well, you have to think about um, how you can strengthen your business to be profitable um, if lockdowns occur. So, it's going to take a bit of thinking and uh, a bit of planning and it may not happen overnight, but uh, it's definitely a bridge you're going to want to cross. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so, for a lot of businesses who are doing tough, it's a good time if you're not struggling as bad as other people to, to think a little bit locally in your community yeah. at the moment, yes. you know, um, if you're going to be buying something, try and find a local supplier for that thing. Um, if, Definitely. You, if you've got the money, go buy a coffee, takeaway coffee from your local cafe. Um, Absolutely. Buy, buy a takeout ma- a meal. But obviously, if you're struggling yourself, it's it's hard to, to do those sort of things. But, yeah. Um, yeah. but if you have the ability, uh, I do suggest support your local businesses at the moment.
1: I agree, Dan. and and part of that is even like buying things online. I mm. mean, you may even have a, a brewery, a bar brewery near you. Mm. If you could order a case of beer from them right now, that would be huge. So, think outside the square. Think of something that you want that's going to make your lockdown a more enjoyable experience, and yeah, and, yeah, and uh, stimulate the economy in your own way. I think that's a real good message.
0: Yeah, actually, nice. All right, uh, Tim, do you have a tie-dust tip? I do, Dan. I do. Uh, let's see. What have we got this week? Uh, I did have one on the top of my head, which I've fully forgotten. So, that's uh, annoying. I have a dollar savers if you want me to, to bring one up. Uh, no, I mean, I've got a ton here. All right, go have, for I, it. have I already used this one? Don't buy brand name Panadol or Nurofen. I think you did, okay. but it is well, genius because the packets yeah. are like... 80 cents from Audi for a paracetamol or ibuprofen, and they're like if you're four taking bucks. That actual
1: Panadol, or yeah. actual Nurofen. What the hell is wrong
0: with you? Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally 90 cents at Audi for a packet of of paracetamol or no. ibuprofen. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Don't buy Panadol, especially don't buy it from a service station. I almost paid ten dollars recently for a box of Panadol at a service station. You
0: could have bought ten packets
1: for that. We're in Sydney. Jade was a little hungover. She needed Panadol. All right. But I put it back, Dan. I put it back.
0: Yeah, good. <laughs> I didn't buy it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. How horrible is that? Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, what was your dollar saver? Um, this is actually a continuation, Tim, but it, it adds to a, a different one here. Um, yeah, yeah. Your You had a tight ass tip yonks ago. Uh, mm. I'm talking maybe even a couple years ago. Wow. And, and it was to and I don't know if this was a tight ass tip or if it was just another thing, but um, do your recycling is, is basically the, the tip here because <sighs> the bin, guys, gave everyone who'd done good recycling on your street a chance to win a voucher. Remember that, Tim? I do remember that. And there was that guy that stole all your vouchers yeah, entries, right? So, surprise to me this morning, went outside, there's a little tag on my bin saying, you did good, here's a nice. chance to win a voucher. Nice. So your recycling and you could be rewarded for that you could be rewarded here's the oh, other yeah. side of that here's the other two parts of this tim um and yeah. i did notice there's a couple of people on my street with a red tag on their bin Ooh, that means they're shamed. not recycling yeah. i do feel across uh, I, sorry i do feel bad for the person across from me because she's like a 90 year old woman with dementia and <laughs> and <laughs> and her, her like Seventy-year-old daughter looks after her, and uh, they got a red ticket. But oh uh, no!
1: But I, I feel like if you get the red ticket on your bin, it's sort of like um, Scarlet Letter. Yeah, well, sort of like what's her name, the Queen in Game of Thrones, when
0: she's walking through the street. <laughs> <And they're like, laughs> yeah, shame, shame. <laughs> shame. <laughs> anyway, um, so so one recycle, because you could be in with a voucher opportunity. So that's the task here. So you get some free money just by doing the right thing in your bins, Tim. Um, two. Yeah, if you live somewhere that does, um, uh, I forgot what it's called, but when you when you put the cans in the thing and you get money, yes, yeah, you could earn some money from that. Or donate to charity by doing the right thing. There, it's very true, very true. Uh, I think that's I think that's a very good tip, Dan. Yeah, um, but, but but the the broader tip for this is uh, enter competitions. <laughs> you could win shit.
1: I think. For, yeah. Well, actually, I'm watching an interesting documentary at the moment called McMillions. Have you heard of that? No. That's how the um, McDonald's Monopoly game was rotted for about almost a decade. Really, in the nineties? Yeah, yeah. By organized crime. That so. sucks
0: me in that McDonald's Monopoly.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, it sucks a lot of people in. Yeah. Apparently, McDonald's sales double. Um, yeah, that's why they, they do it every have that year. Game running. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're like, we need another game, so they do like Scrabble or Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. Um,
0: even Hungry Jacks are doing know at the moment. <laughs> That sounds like a good um, documentary. I want to watch that. So, let's move on to our main topic today, which is Book Nuggets. Book Nuggets. Book Nuggets. Yummy, is yummy. Is Book Nuggets number three? Number or two. two. This is Book Nuggets two. two. So, this is The Road Less Stupid by Keith J. Cunningham.
1: I bet he has a great southern
0: accent, Dan. Yeah, he... Uh, so, I, I've listened to the audio book, and he does. Mm. He's, uh, he just sits there going... Now that on a bumper sticker, <laughs> <laughs> do his s's squeak or his s's squeaky? No, I don't. I don't know what that means. What do you mean by squeak? Like when when you know when people say an s and they sort of whistle a no, little bit? No, no, he, he's not like that. He's not like a prospector and the down at the mine or something. He's <laughs> not. <laughs> uh cool um, yeah what did you think about the book Dan? Yeah I thought it was it was interesting I, I thought it had some some good points um, obviously this is something that had been recommended to us um, mm. so we thought we'd give it a crack. you started reading it before I did um, and mm. you kind of had been bringing some points to me and and now that I've listened yeah. to it I I, I thought um, yeah they were all valid points so really the, the main idea around this book is, just to take time to reassess your assumptions and to think about the decisions you're making. Really, that's if I was to narrow it down to one sentence, that's it. Yeah. And so, so um, I like this paragraph here from
1: Keith. He said, uh, in his thinking time, his questions are designed to help him think about a problem or a situation where he's uncertain Mm. Or too certain. I do like that. The too certain. It's the opposite ends of the spectrum. So yeah. he could be stuck on something, or he could be, without knowing it, unrealistic in his thinking. Yeah. Uh, which is usually a sign that he's about to do something stupid. <laughs> yeah. No, I do. I
0: do like that. Um, I, I thought that was quite smart. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I think. I think the premise of this is really, really simple. It's take time to think. Yeah. And if you take time to think, it's going to help you in ways that you couldn't have imagined or thought. Yeah. Um, we're all human. Yeah. And this is what we're talking about before with lockdown. Mm. I mean, lockdown is a really nice chance to just slow down mm. and focus on the simple things. Yeah. And to an extent, um, when you're in business, especially, mm. that's something not a lot of us do. Yeah. We're just go, go, go all the time where we're actioning things, we're doing things and we're making decisions on the fly. Um, What if you could improve the outcomes from those decisions um, by a percentage of 50 to 100%? What if you could improve? Yes. Or mitigate the decisions, which potentially are costing you 50 to 100% of losses. So that's what this is about.
0: Yeah. uh, I really like, so he kind of, goes through um, the processes that you should take to help make less dumb choices. Um, Mm. But then also, he seems to run through a lot of, I guess, fallacies in business. Um, (laughs) And and that that includes like, um, you know, leveraging the things that you have in your business and problems that people often have with their culture in their business. And, you know, what sort of delegation you know someone who runs a business should actually be doing and and um a lot of the fallacies that you might be thinking leading to good business that are actually perhaps a dumb choice or a dumb thing to do now there are Mm. some some things i sort of disagree with him on he he is a bit of an old school kind of business Mm. you know the classic kind of american businessman mentality Mm. where it's you know um you know uh He's chasing profits, and and that's sort yeah. of the main goal of his business. And you know, so yeah. if, if you're if you're following the mentality of like a, a doing good by doing good sort of vibe, mm. um, then then perhaps you won't. You know, you might butt heads a little bit with his attitude yeah. and and his yeah. way about things. Yeah, but there are definitely some some good nuggets that I think we can take from this book um, yeah. to to assist everyone and apply it. So why don't we run through yep. a, a few of the things that that. Um, We we enjoyed about the book.
1: Yeah, well, the first thing I that really stood out to me about the book, Dan, was the notion of dumb tax. Yeah. Uh dumb tax is something we've all paid. Yeah. Um for me, you know, I guess one of the questions he asks in the beginning of the book is think back to your three biggest financial mistakes. Yeah. Um, now quantify the value of those mistakes. And um and that's dumb tax. Yeah. And so actually for me one of my dumb taxes um has been not getting into the property market sooner, really to be honest like when when we were ending school then property in our area was cheap as chips yeah. and um and you know we didn't see the writing on the wall that it would like quadruple yeah. in in a decade. Yeah. From there. And so that's actually not even a decision I made. But unconsciously, it was the yeah. decision I was making. Um, if I'd really stopped to think and and put some time into it, I could have seen, well, actually, the Sydney market's going crazy mm. right now. And even if you look at Newcastle, why is the Central Coast worth so much less than Newcastle? Yeah. Well, and then I suppose if you were going down that line of thinking, you'd, you'd have more certainty of like, yeah, actually, this is this is perhaps a good decision. So yeah. a dumb tax for me is not even a loss that I made. It was an opportunity that I missed. Yeah. I hear you're on that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I just like the notion because it it's a fun phrase to coin. Yeah. That allows you to look back at a mistake that you've made um, or a flirting, <laughs> put a dollar value on it. And, and I suppose just almost like look back at it um, and not feel too... Ashamed or upset with yourself for that. It's just dumb tax.
0: We all pay it. Yeah, it's going to happen to everyone and, and at I some th- point in your life. I think that's a main part of it as well. Is that he's not saying that you will never pay dumb tax or if you follow these rules you won't pay dumb tax. He's saying no, you will, and even if you follow these things, you will. But if if you do this, you're either mitigating the amount of dumb tax, yeah. or you're reducing the amount of times that you pay a dumb tax. So sure. so you, everyone makes mistakes, and and you know relating back to that golf thing i mentioned earlier one of his one of his stories was he was playing with some some pro golfer and they said um yeah i won't go through the whole story but but essentially they asked him does he know what a par is does he know what a bogey is and does he know what a double bogey is and he's like yeah a bogey is one over par and a double bogey is two over par and he's like no a double bogey is a mistake um followed by a dumb decision <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly so it's like if you can mitigate the amount of times you double bogey it's fine if occasionally you bogey you Definitely. know so it's, As it's a matter
1: of fact like that is that yeah. rings so true to me because i'm trying to break 90 dan yeah and to do that you need to play bogey golf yeah and
0: i cannot do it i cannot do it yeah. so yeah I, I keep paying a dumb tax on the golf course yeah yeah, so it's it's you know we're not we're not trying to avoid mistakes because when you're doing any decisions, there's an inherent risk in everything, and sometimes yeah. it, it just doesn't go your way, and you, you've made a mistake, or it That's just right. didn't go your way, and it's also just about well, how do you mitigate that, yeah. um, not how you avoid it completely. Yeah, definitely. So I thought yeah. I thought that was really good. Um, mm-hmm. So one of the main ways that he starts the book with with how to um, mitigate your dumb tax is, is my mm. thinking time. Yeah. And, and,
1: um, I, what I really liked about it in, in the book is that he, he runs through a bit of a discipline mm. of thinking time. Um, so I can, I can sort of talk a bit about this at the moment. But yeah. Um, essentially it's, it's like 30 to 45 minutes uninterrupted, uh, at a time of the day, which you're fresh, that you can sit down with some high value questions Mm. and work through a methodical process Mm. to try and get some answers or try and extract knowledge Mm. from um, or thoughts Mm. that you haven't had around that topic. So he actually has a bit of a bank Mm. of pertinent questions and in the book, it's awesome. Each, Each chapter usually is followed by a list of of thinking time questions. Yeah. So, so he ends most chapters with, now go think. Yeah. You'll thank me later. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, I, I, I like the fact that he, he talks about structuring maybe a couple, like a couple times a week, three times perhaps, for 30
0: to 45 minutes of just thinking. Yeah. And the, the whole idea about that is it's a time for you to question your assumptions, to mm. question... Um, your actions that you're taking, are you actually taking the right actions? Is the problem that you think a problem actually yeah. the problem or is it just yeah. a symptom of a different problem? Yeah. Um, and, and to really think through the decisions that you're making um, yeah. because a lot of people don't have time or, or haven't taken the time to do that and, and that leads to more um, maybe you know, suboptimal decisions.
1: That's it. Yeah. Some of, some of the reasons why he thinks thinking time is important. Mm. like right, Um, I'll read some of these out. There is no such thing as a natural business owner. Mm. So we're all, generally we're good at something. We're good at yeah. a skill or a quality. Mm. Um, that means we can sell something or mm. start a business, but then mm-hmm. that doesn't mean we're a great business owner. Yeah. So you got to think um he also says attempting to win the game of business by trial and error error is about the stupidest way to learn anything mm. <laughs> that's very true uh running the wrong direction enthusiastically is stupid <laughs> yeah also true it, which a lot of us are doing without knowing it because we're not stopping to think yeah um if you want to do better you must get better the people with the best life have the best choices Mm. So there's, there's a few morals that I really, really think about. And I think um, if you can stop and think and ask yourself pertinent questions, mm. then it's really going to help you avoid making mistakes yeah. without even knowing it. Yeah. Um, but he does have uh, a method, I suppose, which he calls the five core dis- disciplines of thinking. Yeah. Um, so again, like I said, 30 to 45 minutes of un- uninterrupted concentration. Yep. You'll have uh, prepared high value questions before mm-hmm. the actual session begins. So you're yeah. not sitting there thinking about what you're going to think about. Yeah. Uh, you start with a question on the mm-hmm. page, basically, mm-hmm. um, the more, the better the question, the more insightful and robust the answers and possibilities will be created. So it's a question that's going to get you thinking basically. And, and what's really cool about it is you might start with that question and come to something completely different by the end of the 45 minutes. Yeah, that's actually okay, that's that's fine. Um, so yeah, uh, there's, there's a few things you, you need to do. So you need to find the unasked question. And this is creating a question that results in clarity and generate better choices. Yeah. So what does that mean, the unasked question? Well, that's a bit like what you were saying before Dan. Um, we, we concentrate on what we think are problems, Mm. but they're actually symptoms. Mm. And so our question might be, why are my sales not high enough? Mm. that's not a very good question. Mm. As a matter of fact, you might need to say, um, how could I generate more leads? Mm. What sales or what leads or what customers am Mm. I servicing that are good customers? Mm. What customers am I servicing that are not good customers? Um, these all relate to the symptom, but it help you dig down deeper towards the underlying problem. Yep. And so that's one of the big mistakes a lot of us make as business owners is not asking the right questions. Yep. Because if you ask the wrong questions, you're going to get the wrong answers. Yep. Um, so the next one here is separating the problem from the symptom. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you can identify the real obstacle that's blocking your progress.
0: Yep. This is a good one. Check assumptions. Yeah, I like that. I like checking assumptions because you, we do run with a lot of assumptions. Uh, yeah. You know, yes. in, in, in any in any business or in any decision in your life, you know, things that you assume to be correct might not actually be. So, it's, it's worth double checking that that is accurate. I mean... Definitely. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's funny. I I feel so. I I made a, a, a dumb tax two weeks ago, Tim. <laughs> oh no. Um, and well, I'm not going to get too far into it because it makes me sad and angry. But <laughs> but but it's a learning. Like I mean, it could have been a much bigger dumb tax potentially. Uh, and, and and without having read the book yet, I actually followed basically these steps to come um. to a decision. Mm. that led to something that I feel quite good about. Um, good. So, I, I, I was questioning every assumption I'd ever made about this. It was, mm. a, it was a decision to buy a house. Mm. Um, and and I went through and I said, all right, I've assumed that this is the amount that I can afford based on these predictions in mm. the future. Um, this is the amount. Um, this is sort of the 10-year plan from that. Um, yeah. There was 100 different assumptions that I, I'd made. And, <laughs> I, and I went back through each one and was like... Okay, is that true? What does mm. that look like? And then, yeah. and then come back to uh, what? What no? What are the actual outcomes I want? Yeah. What, what am I trying to get from this? Is this a yeah. solution to that? Mm. Um, and kind of checked the facts, checked the assumptions, and and quite quickly realized that some of my assumptions were wrong. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Some of the things that I'd been hoping to do, or some of the assumptions that I'd made, were based on facts three months ago, four months yeah. ago yeah which in in the last 6 months in in the property market where we are have changed significantly yeah. in that time um so a, sure. a lot of the facts were weren't actual facts anymore um yeah. so that that led to a change in my decision and in our decision and and we decided not to go ahead with this with this option we had in front of us but um yeah but that's just a prime example of if you take time to think, you're going to save yourself some big problems in the future. Uh, I paid a very yeah, small, exactly. very mm. small dumb tax compared to the cost that it would have otherwise been.
1: And this is the thing. I mean, um, you could have easily followed through with that decision mm. um, using the original assumptions you made. Mm. And and the dumb tax could have been a lot higher. Yeah. So, ordinarily, you'd feel a bit of pressure to like, on the, like you're on the golf course hmm. in that you were in the trees on the golf course yep you you you'd, you'd driven the ball from the tee yep and it was off to the side of the golf course in the trees yeah and you had an opportunity you had two choices you could take your next shot and try and hit it between six trees to try and get it closer to the hole yeah you could hit backwards into the beautiful fairway yeah which is a nice cl- green grass with a clear shot to the green open. yeah you took the step back. You actually hit it backward, backwards, backwards yep. because that was the the smartest thing to do in yep. that situation. You weren't chasing losses exactly. or trying to um, reverse a previous dumb decision or mistake exactly. that you'd made.
0: So, so I, I feel quite good about it. It was funny when, because I, I read this book after we'd kind of made that choice, and I was like, oh, I did that. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't always done this in my life, but in this circumstance, when it really mattered, I did that."
1: And I think that's what, that's that's really helpful because, um, like we said, mistakes are going to happen. Dumb tax is going to be paid, mm. um, but it's it's about minimizing that dumb tax. So yeah. it actually makes you look at a small dumb tax and think, "Wow, that was unbelievable." Yeah, look look what I just potentially saved. Exactly. Um, so so yeah, that's that's awesome. It's it's a real um, eye opening experience. So yeah, that, that's cool. And as human beings, we all. Have so many assumptions mm. and habits and preset ideas. Yeah, uh, it really does make sense that we have to question those. Yeah. So yeah. if you can get into the habit of asking yourself, "What assumptions am I using on, for the basis of this dis- decision that mm. I'm making?" Then it's going to be it's going to be helpful. Um, the next one is consider second order consequences. Yep. Uh, this is clarifying the risks and the possibility or cost of being wrong. Mm. That's a really good one because you can think of an initial consequence, but then taking that a step further, what is a second order consequence of that? Mm. Um, I think that's a really useful way of trying to dig a bit deeper Mm. into decisions. And, um, obviously you can think of first order consequences if things go wrong, but then it's sometimes the second, third and fourth consequences
0: of that which are the things that bring you undone, so. Yeah, so, an, an example might be that you, you've done a business plan, right? And, mm-hmm. and you've decided that, hey, for my lifestyle, my choice, I want income of, of X amount and mm. um, and you go, great, I've got this plan to get there, this is how we're going to do it, my income is mm. going to increase over this percentage every year and then I'm going to be able to, you know, live the yeah. life that I want to live and, and things are great. Um, yeah. But you've got this business choice in front of you, you, you could, um, you know, uh, you've got this option to acquire, you know, maybe an, another part of your business or, or something. Mm. And if things go right, things are great. If things go mm. wrong, then you understand, oh, bugger, you know, we, we, we'll lose, we'll lose a hundred grand um, in the yeah. kind of downside of this if things go wrong. And oh, well, mm. you know, we lose a hundred grand. That sucks. The second mm. order consequence is that might then stop you from increasing your income and living the lifestyle that you want.
1: It might stop you buying that house you want, exactly.
0: or going on that holiday, yeah, or sending your kids to the school you Ex- want them to go to. Exactly. So, so at those yeah. points, you're like, oh, okay, that's that's more risk than I'm willing to to take, um, mm. based on you know the analysis that I've done. If it's a very small risk of that happening, then that's a different question. But um, mm. but that's yep. just an example of a second order consequence, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: It's just what, it's the consequences we haven't thought about. Mm. So it's just trying to make you think about consequences on a deeper level Mm. than the obvious ones. Mm. The last discipline here is create the machine and I really like this Mm. because this is about actioning Mm. your thinking. Yeah. So this is an executable plan um and you can identify the resources that need to go into it the people and the money Mm. um, which are going to solve the real core problem Mm. and make forward progress so you've thought about it you've considered the consequences you've considered your assumptions and separated Mm. facts from the story that that you've created for yourself and you found the real problem Mm. um and separated that from the symptom of the problem which could be poor cash flow yep um the cash flow isn't the problem there's, there's something else causing that. Yeah. Um, so now you can actually do something to solve that problem. And that's that's critical as well, I think, is spending time to create the machine. So he says often he'll um, spend the 45 minutes and from that he'll get a lot of good ideas. Yeah. And so he needs to, he spends the final 15 minutes of the hour that he set aside to collate his thoughts and set actions and set future thinking time Um, topics to then go and create the machine. So his next thinking time might be creating the machine from the previous thinking time which came up with um, the problem and um, the thinking around what needs to happen to solve that problem.
0: Yeah. I like
1: it. Very cool. Very cool because that's actioning yeah. your thoughts. Because one thing is thinking; that's motion.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, actually going and doing something is is very different. Yeah, it's, it's probably um, the most important step in it. You know, you can you can think about these problems and come up with it. that's that's very important. But if you don't do anything about it, then you're not yeah. actually mitigating any of the dumb tax that you could pay. Exactly. Um, so, is that the? Oh, is that the end of the? Um, that's the five disciplines. Yeah. Um,
1: but I think like uh, the other thing that I think is a really good takeaway here is um, um, really be, be careful with your thinking time, set aside your 45 minutes and put a timer on your phone, turn the phone upside down and put it away from you so that you're not going and checking the time. Um, make sure there's no interruptions. So tell your team to don't call you, put things on, do not disturb, um, get in a room which doesn't have an outlook that you're going to just constantly be distracted by. So, um, and then also keep in mind that like where you start isn't going to be where you finish. So keep asking yourself more questions that relate to the original question. Phrase the question in different ways. Um, and one thing that he's picked up over the years is that his thinking in say the first third of the time, so the first 15 minutes um, is more higher level. And he takes very little from the first 15 minutes. Then he dives deeper in the second third and starts to get closer. So there's, there's more takeaways from the next 15 minutes. And then towards the end, that's the real cream. That's the real value because he's worked through the layers to get to that point. So, um, so actually summarizing your thoughts at the end and, and looking at what you've come up with is, is really important as well, because I've done this and I've, I've come away with like six pages of notes, but then you've got to really think, okay, what's, what's the outcome here? Um, and yeah, I found it quite similar. Like my notes towards the final pages were much more valuable than in the beginning, I was yeah. getting to the heart of the issue.
0: So. Yeah, no, you get more specific. So, um, mm. I think that's really good advice, a really good, a really good thing to do. Um, so, without summarising the rest of the book, because if you're interested yeah. in this, you should go read it. Um, yeah. Let's just quickly dive through just a couple of the other chapters where he gives maybe, as I said, some of these business fallacies. Um, yes. and I, I'm going to read a couple quotes here that that go I, I thought were really good. Um, one of them was accountability is mother of great. Yeah, that's awesome. And this is all about, um, you know, it, culture, really. I think this yeah. came from the culture chapter. Um, be great. You've got to be held accountable. Yeah. Accountability is a big part of that. Yeah. So, and yeah. one of the other things he said is perks drive entitlement, not culture, which I thought was mm. interesting. Um, mm. And um, what we want is personal growth and challenge is also culture. Yeah. Um, the, another quote from that chapter is, is you should have rules of the game with your staff.
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole the whole chapter around culture is called culture is king. You get what you tolerate.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so, it's it's all about, you know, um, yes, you might have an office like Google, um, but if you've got a culture of slacking off, you're not going to get the performance. So, yep, exactly. it, it's important to have those things, and to have a nice environment and that you all agree that that's nice, but you also need a culture of performance. Um, yeah. and, and it's true, I mean, you know, e- even in, um, you know, lots of businesses I see, you know, in, in our business, we try and make it a great place to work and, and we have nice mm. things in the office and, and there's um, things that make being there really good, but, but they're yeah. not a driver of performance. They're, they're, yeah. a, they're a, just a nice to have. So, we also yeah, have to have, you know, standards and rules around what we actually expect you to do in the quality of your work and the standards yeah. that we have with our clients. Um, yep. And they're the things that drive performance. Um, the other mm. things might drive employer happiness and things like that, which which you know over time drives um, satisfaction and, and harder working. But but if you don't have those standards around what's acceptable levels of work, then mm. then you not you don't actually have a culture of performance. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, very true. And I just really like
1: how it's it's so broad, and mm. um, it all gives you so much to think about. And then he gives you a list of ten to fifteen questions which yeah. relate to that chapter. <laughs> yep. So the culture one's huge. I think I think uh, that's why it's obviously at the beginning of the book. Mm. Everyone could take something from that. Mm. Um, so so yeah, Dan, um, I like that. Have you got any more?
0: Or- uh, another chapter that which I really liked was was all about um, like leveraging. Your business, mm-hmm. um, it's it's saying, you know, <clears throat> you're not optimizing your business for easy, you're optimizing it for performance was another one of his quotes. Yeah. And so, that's more about like um, set, you know, a- as a leader, you shouldn't just be abdicating things and we've heard this before. You shouldn't abdicate, yeah. you should delegate, um, yes. but you should never delegate the things that are crucial to leading either. Yeah. So, it's like in- ensure that you're setting direction and what the outcomes are going to be But then Mm. you need to leverage the assets in your business the same way you might leverage debt in an investment. Um, You need to leverage the things that you've got and that could be your staff and your employees. And so, they really should be um, helping to deliver those outcomes and and coming up with the plan to do it because then they have ownership over it and you're leveraging their skills and knowledge. Um, You know, It's saying if if you go to your staff with a plan rather Mm. than with outcomes um you're stopping innovation from happening
1: yeah for sure
0: but if you for go sure. to your team with a plan sorry sorry an outcomes that you want say hey we want this level of of work to be done let's discuss how do we do that mm. um and they come up with the plan um that's that's better than just abdicating. and then you just need to be there to help monitor and mm. and set that direction
1: yeah yeah for sure
0: yeah i thought that was good That's a really good one. Yeah. And I think each chapter has
1: little uh, takeaways like this. I mean, there's another chapter called um, A Crisis is a Terrible Thing to Waste. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And here it is on a bumper sticker. The best time to learn the lessons and avoid the dreaded dumb tax is prior to making the mistake in the first place. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, there's been lots of crises in the past. Mm. Obviously, we can learn from Mm. history. So... um, so yeah, it, there's there's a lot of good takeaways in this, and I think what I like about it, I've I've got it on Kindle, you've got it in audio yep. format, then. But if you actually had a physical copy of this book, it'd be pretty cool because you could just jump to each section, yeah, and, then, and you don't need to read it from start to finish. Well, you he, he says just that, pick a chapter.
0: yeah, he says that at the start that each chapter, you don't need to know the one before it, apart from maybe yeah. the first couple, um, yes, and then after that, you li- just jump jump to them and and see what they say, yeah, so. Uh, i think maybe that's a a good summary of the key learnings from the book and as i said here there's there's 40 something chapters in here where you can go through and and think about some of these fallacies that you might you know assumptions that you're making in your business and and ways to improve um so there's lots of lots of other nuggets but but you should um buy the book and and have a read of it yourself i think so and and instigate that thinking time
1: yeah um yeah and tell us how tell us how you go i definitely have enjoyed I I haven't structured it well enough yet. And lockdown, I did it the week before lockdown, and then lockdown is kind of throwing me, throwing me out. But I'm going to try and make it a a regular habit.
0: Nice, that's good. That is good. All right, Tim. That probably concludes book nuggets for the week. Mm. All right. So, do you have an other thing? yeah, my of thing the things—the NBA Finals, Dan. Pretty into it. Yeah, I'm into it this year. so Bucks Hawks. We're still unsure about. Is that that's correct? Yeah, that's on right now. I've actually had it on the TV over here. What's so, the score? Um, uh, the Bucks are up by like 15 points. So Ooh. yeah, um, so it's two all right now in the series. There, right?
1: It's two all. So yeah. this isn't a deciding game. But Giannis is injured, and so is Trey Young. Did you see what happened to Giannis? No he had a disgusting hyperextension of his knee. Like there's a freeze yeah. when he hyperextended it and his knee is like reversed, oh. if that makes sense. And somehow he didn't tear any of the ligaments. So his knee's all intact, apparently. The structural integrity of his knee is fine. It's just inflamed okay. and needs to probably yeah, yeah, back probably up. It's probably like really bad jar of the knee. Oh. But I don't know how. Most normal human beings would, the leg uh, would just, snap just snap off that everything point, yeah. in their leg.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's good. But the Suns, the Suns, the suns looking are through. pretty good. The tomorrow. Suns are in. They're in. Mm. They've made the finals. Um, yeah. I I wasn't expecting the Suns to make it. If I can be completely yeah, 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 honest, no. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were the second seed from the West. So. They were, but I, for some reason, I just didn't. I didn't see them making it further. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I was also assuming the Nets were gonna be in the finals, but but injury prevented prevented yeah. that. Injuries uh, have affected a lot of the teams, I've gotta say. Lakers so, injuries. Oh, definitely Lakers, yeah. um the Nets.
1: 76ers, Embiid was on one leg. Mm. Um the Bucks and, and the Hawks have now both lost their star players. Um so so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. The Suns the Suns are in the box seat to take this out.
0: Yeah, it's almost like they should give um like give two weeks between the conference mm. finals and the NBA finals to get everyone healthy and then play no. the final. <laughs> That's what you want to see: is the yeah. best players on the court.
1: And it's exactly. just so hard. They play every two days. The bodies of us just copper bashing. Yeah. And when we say play every two days, like sometimes they're flying um, like hours um, to travel to different locations on the, in- on the off day. So it's not yeah. really like they're resting that much. No. So yeah, it's pretty
0: intense. It is Ready Dan, we get another thing Yeah, my other thing is um, Survivor Australia is uh, is coming back in two cool. weeks. They they said today the date that it's coming back out, which I think is yeah in the teens of July somewhere. Um, That's awesome. Eighteenth uh, of July it starts. Oh, Here you can't go. answer that. <laughs> nice. <No, it's, laughs> I'm so keen for that. this Survivor, it's in the That's outback. In the outback this year. Oh, the Outback. Nice. Yeah, can't be well, overseas, I suppose. So. They, yeah. They can't go overseas anywhere. So, they filmed it um, Outback Northern Territory somewhere, I think, or, wow. or, or Queensland. You know.
1: Makes sense. They should always do that.
0: It's Australian survivor. Yeah. But Did at the same Australia. time, you know, if, if you've seen any of the US seasons where they're not sort of in a tropical place, they, they do tend to just like suffer. And you're just like watching them oh, really? um, just like in the sweltering heat. Really, um, or freezing overnight, and it's just dirt everywhere. And there's like a there's a dirty mud hole that they can swim in nearby. And it's it's not oh. quite the same as like the beach. Yeah, okay, it's kind of nice watching them in paradise. Exactly, it's, it's yeah, because yeah. at least they're suffering, but they're in a nice place. <laughs> it's like an ironic thing. Like, yeah. It's
1: just so beautiful, but also they're all hating it. Yeah, they're just eating rice and beans. Exactly. Day, so.
0: so, but i may I am interested um, in this one. I, I'm looking forward. Mm. I'm just looking forward for. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give a shout-out to something that I never thought I'd give a shout-out to in my life, Tim. Wow. This is reality television. <laughs> I've, I've spent, <laughs> apart from Survivor, which is one of my favorite shows... Um, I've never spent much time in the past maybe 10 years watching any reality television. Uh, and I, that is a lie. You've talked about trying to get onto the block yeah, and trying to go on The Amazing Race. I've you, tried yeah. to get onto these things, Tim, but I've never watched them. <laughs> <laughs> right, Because because I, it, <sighs> we, you have Netflix and and these things now. You don't, you're not on free to air. Yeah. I kind of miss just turning the TV on and whatever's on is what you've got to watch. Yeah, yeah. And so cat and i have been doing that in the last couple of weeks we're like been using the random button just like watch now no 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 Netflix? we've just been turning the tv on on free to air oh wow and whatever's on is what we're watching that night and no so there's, there's a few shows that i've suddenly just really gotten into one of them <laughs> ninja warrior i love it <laughs> i love ninja warrior <sighs> Um, oh, that's classic and and, uh, and, and just like just, just random crap that's on and you're just like oh yeah it's on I'll
1: yeah. watch it
0: you know you don't have to concentrate too much you might be making dinner or something you know just yeah. on um, whereas when you turn on Netflix it, it's sort of like you're very fo- you focus you're like yeah. no this is what I'm watching Yeah. I'm not talking to Kat we're just True. sitting there watching but if you turn True. something that's like reality TV on True. we're still chatting we have to be spending time together. We might do social, play a board game mm. or something, and, and yeah, true. Yeah, you are watching ads. I don't know. I've missed it. I've missed free to air. Nah, oh, there you go. That's yeah. good, Dan. Well, anyway, that's. Uh, you rediscovered it? Yeah, thanks, Tim. Um, <laughs> we should probably leave it at that. Uh, I hope you guys yeah. enjoyed Book Nuggets too. Um, yes. We'll be back next week with an interview with Dext. Ooh. Um, so, that, that's going to be good. Um, we, we did an episode with Hubdoc a couple of weeks ago um, and and we wanted to get the other side of um, of that sort of picture.
1: Yeah, the guest we're getting on is actually going to be in the UK. So, it
0: yeah. um, should be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that'd be great. Looking forward to mm. it. Looking mm. forward to it. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure you jump online and join our, uh, our group um, mm. on our Facebook group there, the Two Drunk Accountants Community. Uh, yep. Follow us on all the socials at Two Drunk Accountants. Send us an yep. email, two drunk podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love your questions. We love your comments, and um, we also might have something exciting coming up for big fans mm. of the show. So it could be could be something free, and this time this time it's being sent. You will yeah. get it.
1: We might have to instead of. Instead of a scarf, maybe maybe they'll get the person who won the scarf will get like four of these.
0: Yeah, free things. So maybe. yeah, so we are. There is some there is some free merch coming. I won't mm. tell you more. Mm. I won't tell you more. Just a teaser. Very good, Dan. All right. Very good. Well, thank you everybody, and it was uh, great chatting to you all again. And we will catch yeah, you later.